gentlemen welcome to the philly fans podcast this is kevin and eric and th- there was only one way to start today's podcast today eric and that was with the ringing of the bell and not the normal ringing of the bell we're used to out of the phillies but the ringing of the bell from oscar lindblom so congratulations oscar lindblom who officially ended his cancer treatments yesterday uh which was thursday uh, July the second. So we we're standing here today. We are congratulating Oscar, and we are actually going to uh, wonder how this is going to affect the Flyers moving forward. Eric, well, I don't think he's going to play this season. I think this is more for next season. No, this is um, definitely more for next season. But I, I'm talking about mentally going into a season or going into a playoff run in a couple of weeks. How's it? How do you think this affects the Flyers? To me. Uh, this puts a lot of a uh, lot of stuff on the Flyers, saying, "Hey, let's go out there and let's win it now for Oscar. Let's go out there and fight for Oscar and continue to be Oscar strong." Well, I think they were doing that all year. Um, I don't think this is going to change that. If anything, it just boosts morale because he is officially done his cancer treatment. So he's been going. They've been going over him all year, though. So I don't. I don't necessarily think it's going to affect them in a way to where it puts more pressure on them. I think it more would be like, hey, we're just going to continue what we're doing. Our boy's healthy and happy, and we're going to try to keep going the win. And, I mean, it's finally some good news in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Dude, on, on episode 20, big news for 2020, uh, but you said the key thing there, with no pun intended whatsoever, uh, that it You're does – boost morale for the Philadelphia Flyers uh, with Oscar uh, ending his cancer treatment, something that we've been talking about for weeks now. Uh, pretty excited for Oscar Lindblom, uh, especially since now he can watch his teammates uh, fight even more for him on the ice and hopefully what is in a couple of weeks. Right. He took a nice picture with the nurses, gave him an autographed jersey. Couldn't be more thankful to them, and, which is a great hospital to begin with. So, it's just great news. It's just great news, and, um, you know, let's hope it just boosts them to a Stanley Cup. Yeah, great news all around uh, for Oscar, uh, and it was really cool to see his nurses react to Penn Medicine. Uh, really cool to see how Chuck Fletcher and Claude Giroux reacted on Twitter as well, uh, among other flyers. But I guess the biggest surprise is how the NHL – uh, reacted to Oscar Lindblom finishing his uh, 
his cancer treatments. Well, you uh, saw this. You saw this all during this cancer treatment. Every time Philadelphia went to a different stadium, there was players that had the Oscar Strong T-shirts. Um, and the NHL um, is a you know is a community. It's a family, um, which is what I've always liked about it. Uh, I know. I know there's some some changes that need to happen in the NHL culturally, but it's always been about family and that they they always root for their own. And it's, 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 it's something where you put rivalries aside and you're like, you know what, this person's bound for their life and we're going to support them. And, and it showed. And it even showed after the the last treatment. Like if you looked at Twitter, the whole one that hit that video was released by the Flyers. Everyone was retweeting it and showing the love. It was great to see. Uh, and the biggest surprise, I guess, was uh, the Penguins. Uh, very class act out of the Penguins, uh, showing those Oscar strong T-shirts. Uh, thank you for doing that. Uh, it was a nice gesture. We still hate your guts. <laughs> All right. So don't think that this is going to change the way we feel about the Penguins, uh, especially the back and forth I had with one of the Penguins fans this week. Saw that on Twitter. Uh, that that was fun. It seemed kind of fake. It was like he was just trying to push your buttons. Yeah, I think he was trying. And, of course, the natural reaction every time a Penguins fan tries to attack a Flyers fan is 1975, uh, which obviously doesn't, like, hurt my feelings whatsoever. You want to know what hurts feelings? When an organization goes bankrupt and wants to move. Much Kansas like the, City. Much like, uh, much like the Penguins tried to because the fans were not there anymore. So you want to talk about a fake fan base. Uh, whoever's tweeting at me from a Penguins fan standpoint, you are a fake fan. Congratulations, you are a fake fan. Yeah, they haven't had they haven't had real fans. Like if you look at their, <laughs> they they want they were going to move to Kansas City, um, and then they drafted Crosby, and then the fans came back. So it's like they're bandwagon. Whereas as Philly, uh, even on a bad season, will have to fill out the stadium, and it's never talked about. Them. So, uh, I don't listen to Penguins fans ever. Uh, I don't care if they won more recent Stanley Cups than us. Uh, there's, there's nothing more annoying than a Penguins fan from Philadelphia, though. Kind of like a Dallas Cowboys fan from Philadelphia. Uh, that's so odd. You're from Philly, okay? If you're going to say, oh, my goodness, here are my top teams. It's the Penguins, the Lakers, the Patriots. Uh, these are my favorite teams by far. Now, here's the thing. You're a bandwagoner. Yeah, it's usually – what was it? What was it? It was uh, – when we were growing up, it was the Yankees, the Cowboys. Uh, I can't think of the basketball team. Uh, the Bulls, dude. The Bulls, yeah. The Bulls and, like, the Red Wings or Islanders or something like that, or the Rangers. Yeah, I would definitely say the Rangers, the Yankees, the Bulls were up there. Uh, for And the Cowboys – I don't understand why the Cowboys get such draw. It's because like it's, it's America's team. Why? Because it has a star on it? It has a star on it, Eric. They fell in love with a star. Listen, when I was younger, I you know I was a fan of Troy Aikman and Smith, but I don't understand how – is that is that what the draw is? You, you're just a Cowboys fan because of the past? Yeah, I, and the past uh, is the only thing they have to look forward to, I guess. Well, that's what they say about us in Philly. Look back. Yeah, well, yeah, sorry. Um, but we are looking forward. 
Uh, and we're looking forward to this hockey season, which is going to continue. The hub cities were announced. Eric and I were completely wrong. We were. We said there was no way they were going to Canada. And guess where they're going? Canada. Canada. Smart move. At least it's going to be nice up there. A few Tim Hortons. Um, Listen, this is this is a smart move by the NHL, especially where the U.S. is going with their, their cases on the rise again. Canada, it's a decrease. So why not try to be safe for the league and have it in Canada? Uh, even though apparently 75% of the league doesn't want to play. That's what I saw. I don't know if it's true. I just saw that stuff. I, I did not see that information. Um, it'd be interesting. Uh, obviously, I still want this game, the game of hockey, to go on. Uh, and it will go on uh, from 2 o'clock p.m. to 2 o'clock a.m. You basically have hockey all day in Canada. Awesome. Which, uh, which is very interesting for sure going in, uh, as I'm excited for a hockey season to return. And hopefully the Flyers uh, leave all – like come back where they left off. Uh, as one yeah, of those top teams in the NF- and in the NHL, ready to go. Were you about to say the NFL? I was. <laughs> you know, the, the NFL is in my mind for some reason. We well, you know what the news has been all over, which I don't understand. It's like, oh, baseball is back. I'm like, why are we talking about baseball? No one cares about baseball. I care about baseball. I know you do, but, like, <laughs> the news is all over. They, yeah, they are all over. Did you watch any of the videos uh, of the Phillies right now? Uh, Bryce, I saw the one Bryce. Bryce hitting to the cult of personality. Which, hitting uh, dingers. Hitting dingers to the cult of personality, which was CM Punk's uh, entrance song. So it's obviously it was clobbering time. Um, <laughs> so, but it's funny because you see players in the stands doing workouts. You see players having long catches. You don't see them close whatsoever. Uh, they are maintaining that social distancing for sure. Uh, and they're literally using all over Citizens Bank Park for this uh, spring training version two. No one wants to get sick. No, one wants, get, no one wants to get sick. However, there are players who did get sick. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> so well, they, uh, didn't, they didn't say they had COVID this year. I, I believe so. They are on the COVID IL, uh, which we spoke about in last week's podcast. That special. Uh, injured list, which is going to be X amount of days for a player. Uh, this does not mean these players have COVID. Uh, this means that they were close with someone who did have COVID or they have it. Uh, yeah, they have to, is it like the NBA where they have to uh, go two weeks of negative tests to get back on the team? Uh, I believe <laughs> so. The NBA where the 76ers had zero cases of COVID-19. Um, and actually, I'll give you what I'll tell you what I know. Is, I know you hate him, and there's your boy. But Brett Brown has been good through this whole um, scenario with his players, wanting them to be healthy, wanting them to trust like what's going on, not be nervous of anything. He's been that voice of reason, which I was surprised. But it they seems need. like what what they need, and I'm, we're definitely going to talk about the Sixers at one point uh, of this podcast. Did you see that though? I did. Yeah. And he, he's been definitely helpful. Uh, but we're going to get there. Let's okay. talk about these four players on the IL. Right? Okay. It was, uh, I believe it was a Matt Breen report. Uh, and Matt Breen's all over this. Uh, he covers the Phillies. He's definitely a great source of information. Uh, Scott Kingery, Hector Neris, Tommy Hunter, Ranger Suarez, four big uh, key guys to the Phillies succeeding uh, are on the injured list right now. 
Uh, it seems like they're on the COVID injured list, uh, something that Joe Girardi did not want to talk about yesterday. Uh, but those are the four guys who are on, on that COVID check. We don't know, once again, if they have COVID or if they're just associated with people with COVID. Yeah. So, uh, and then Matt Breen also reported that the minor league season has been canceled, which is not That's a surprise to anyone. No. Uh, but the Phillies, class move out of the Phillies organization, they are going to pay their minor league players $400 a week through September. So at least they're getting paid. They still might have to get a second job. <laughs> they, they might still need to get a second job, yes. However, at least they're getting paid. They're getting ready to go. Uh, I know this is brutal for them. It's, it, it really does suck for them. Players, staff, fans, teams, anyone who's involved or employed with the minor league systems, it definitely does suck. Uh, but class move out of the Phillies organization, uh, which tells me, it, it tells me that the Phillies ownership wasn't the people who were paying in the butts during the owners, players, back and forth. Yeah. And that, that's basically all that that tells me right there. Yep. So is there any minor league that's playing? I think they're all canceled, correct? Uh, they're all canceled. They So some are on, like, the 60-man teams right now. Right, like the, like the Flyers called up their – like Flyers called up, like, Morgan Frost and um, Fairby and all those guys, right? Yeah. And a couple, other than a couple others, obviously. I don't know who's on their 60-man roster. I don't know if it's 60-man, but whatever it is. Their taxi roster, as they call it. Yeah, and the Phillies, I believe, have a 53 right now. It's, it can go to 60. A uh, big name not on there was Odubel Herrera, uh, which I don't want on there. I don't want him anywhere near Citizens Bank Park. I don't want him anywhere near a Phillies uniform ever again. Well, then you should be happy. I am. Very happy. I don't want him back. I'm very happy. Yeah. So, Eric, there are things that, that, uh, that actually got me angry this week, things that, oh. things that ticked me off. Oh, boy. Yeah. Got a little angry this week. What's that? You, you, don't, you didn't see? This, no. This clown, Sean Wagner from CBS. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This clown. All right? Basically, I think he was just trying to trigger uh, Eagles fans this week. And he named the top 10 coaches in the NFL. All right. This guy covers soccer from what I saw on his Twitter account. Well, he, he covers a lot of soccer. Okay. All right. And he's going to give us his top 10 teams. And then he's going to bash Eagles fans afterwards because the Eagles fans were on his case. Why, why were the Eagles fans on his case? Because he's wrong. <laughs> Plain and simple. All right. First off, I think Steelers fans and Seahawks fans should also be on his case. Yeah, because Mike Tomlin's a better coach than Sean McVay. Yes. So his one through ten went Bill Belichick, obviously, Andy Reid, obviously. John Harbaugh, eh. He's good. He's a good coach. He's good, but he's not top three. He's good, but he's yeah, not. But I'm not putting Doug Peterson in the top three. I'm not putting Doug Peterson in the top three. John Harbaugh, Sean Payton. Kyle Shanahan. You could put Sean Payton in the top three. You could put Sean Payton. I don't even have Kyle Shanahan in the top five. Sean McVay, number six. Mike Tomlin, number seven. Pete Carroll, number eight. Doug Peterson, number nine. 
and Mike Zimmer number ten. What? What? So I would say Mike Tomlin is a top five coach in the NFL. Yeah. Look at Just what. He, look at what he had to deal with, and look at the Super Bowl rings he has. All right, he dealt with a mess in Pittsburgh. He's still dealing with a mess. He's still dealing with a mess, and, and they almost made the playoffs last year. Almost made the playoffs without with three or four different quarterbacks. Uh, also is constantly in the playoffs, has a couple Super Bowl rings, uh, dealt with the Antonio Brown situation to the point where you really didn't realize Antonio Brown was that big of an issue in Pittsburgh because Mike Tomlin actually did a great job controlling him uh, for the Steelers organization. Right. No, I, th- I think Mike Tomlin being seven is a joke. Mike Tomlin as seven is a joke. I wouldn't put Doug Peterson over Mike Tomlin. God, right? no. I would not put Peterson over Pete Carroll, who has done a tremendous job in Seattle. Yeah, he, right? he, uh, he revamped that organization. However, I am, not, I am not looking at Kyle Shanahan as a top five coach in the NFL. And Sean McVay as number six in the NFL is a joke. That's because his. Age. I'm thinking it's because his age, and uh, what his potential is. And he won a coach of the year in 2017. Uh, by the way, uh, he won the coach of the year in a year. Doug Peterson should have won the coach of the year. Doug Peterson won the Super Bowl. And if you're going to say his regular season record is the reason why he's a better coach, uh, yeah, the regular season means some something, but when you get into the playoffs. That's when it matters. Yeah, but the coach of the year is given out off your regular season. Yeah, Doug Peterson had a better uh, record that year. No, Even- I'm uh, no, I'm just saying when I'm just saying that playoff stats are not given towards the award. Yeah, but Doug Peterson should have been the coach of the year that year. No, I agree. I think the only reason Sean McVay got is because he was 31. Yeah, this is this is a joke of a list out of Sean Wagner. Uh, and he goes afterwards on his Twitter account. He goes, getting the sense Eagles fans are triggered by Sean McVay. Uh, so should Seahawks fans. So, so should Steelers fans. Here's the thing. We care more. All right? And then you're going to go, Eagles fans doing a great job today, proving their national reputation is totally unfair and is misleading. What a pleasant group of people who definitely wouldn't ever dare Boo Santa Claus. Thank there you for is, putting Kev. something up in 1960. There it is, Kev. 1960. You weren't even alive yet, Wags. Here comes just, my wife. She's about to come down, say I'm being way too loud again. And I get it. I'm being too loud. You want to know why? Because Sean Wagner, you ticked me off. All right? You ticked me off. Playoffs matter in this situation. Your playoff record as a top 10 coach in the NFL should matter in this situation. Well, in this situation, yeah. Yeah, and Doug Peterson was a Alshon Jeffrey drop away from going to -to back-to-back Super Bowls and potentially winning in what was the worst Super Bowl with, oh, by the way, uh, the Rams and the Patriots. That was boring. Um, The – Incredibly boring. I couldn't get an offense on the field. Sean McVay led uh, Rams. Yeah. No, there. Yeah. So there's three coaches under him. Even Mike, nah, Mike Zimmer and him probably tied. But Tomlin, Carroll, and Peterson should all, they've all won a Super Bowl. They should all be above Sean McVay. 
Yeah, and I, I think uh, Wagner here goes, uh, I didn't want it to be a uh, – uh, Super Bowl heavy doesn't matter if you have rings coach thing uh, it does matter if you have rings because if Andy Reid didn't win last year Andy Reid would not be a number two coach in the NFL yeah well he he has gone to a lot of conference championships he has but he's he's not going to be considered number two on this list no but the Mike Tomlin got screwed Mike Tomlin got screwed Pete Carroll, who's constantly rebuilding C, uh, the Seattle Seahawks, got screwed. He and, was one. He was one run away from a Super Bowl, another Super Bowl. And, and Dougie P obviously got through screwed. the ball. So Remember I, that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is. And let's be honest. Sean Payton should be lower on this list as well. The only reason why he's on this list is because he probably complained that he wasn't in the top five. Get out of here. Sean Payton's a good coach. But he, he and his fans and uh, he, the New Orleans fans, the, uh, the players, they probably just complained. Because that's what they do. Complain yeah. when Listen, something doesn't go their way. Things have happened to the Saints that they have every right to complain about. Against Sean McVay. That was against the Rams. Uh, the Super Bowl. You also have the one uh, against the Vikings. Well, that was just a bad safety. Duh. Don't tell me I'm being too loud. She texted me saying I'm too loud. Well, you are. No, I'm not. <laughs> even stated, I even texted her. No, I'm not. That's great. I'm triggered. All right. I'm triggered. Thank you. Thank you, Sean Wagner, for triggering me. Ridiculous. Eric, are you pissed off about anything? Uh, um, Sports-related? Nah. Life-related? Nah, not really. <laughs> why, why you got to make me seem like the bad guy here? Because you're, you're an angry little bird. The guy who's always angry. <laughs> why am I always angry? Why can't you be angry? Why should I be angry? We got sports coming back. We got the union coming back next week. We do have the union coming back next week. There is some union news. Is there? Let me hear it. Yeah, I I sent it to you. Corey Burke is not going to rejoin. Oh, I, yes, I did see that. Sorry. Yeah, it, it was so disappointing. It was so disappointing that Corey Burke. Oh, I have no idea I, who you are. Is not coming. The MLS is back to him. I got some funny news for you. Flyers related. I'm sure you know. Sure. Let's let's go back to the Flyers. Yeah. Why not? Well, it just reminded me. <laughs> uh, you said, "What am I pissed off about?" I'm not pissed off about. It. I think it's actually awesome. Um, with gritty being on uh, Queer Eye. Oh man, that was hysterical. Yeah. And it's even great because you see, and actually, you're going into my trivia, by the way. So oh, you know, apologies. You're you're going into trivia. Uh, um, with the fanatic, uh, sending the letter to Queer Eye. Uh, for, for gritty, that was uh, that was entertaining completely. If you have not watched that, get on the Flyers uh, Twitter, Instagram, Gritty's Instagram account because uh, it was uh, entertaining. And the best part about this was, and I don't think many people realized, it was the Fanatics old mascot outfit that sent it the letter. Yeah, so if you watch the so video, it was it was taped it was, beforehand. It was the original fanatic, which actually would have been pretty funny if they put the fanatic on the queer eye. Oh, and they made they and they made the and one. they bobbed him into <laughs> the the uh, what we have now. 
That'd be a good idea. That would have been uh, definitely unique and definitely a great idea. But hey, I'm I'm full of great ideas that nobody wants to listen to. Right, right. You know. So yes, obviously trivia today is going to be on something related to gritty fanatic area. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll give you your hint now. Okay, is that my hint? So you could start. Uh, so you could start thinking. I'm gonna forget. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to keep with the uh, NFL news. Uh, did you see the news in the past day, past 12 hours, actually, maybe a little bit more uh, about the Redskins looking yes. to, officially looking to change their name? Yes. All right. And it's long overdue. It's, it's long overdue, but here's the thing. All right. If you're going to put out a, a report and you're going to say in your statement, in light of recent events around our country – and Get feedback. out of here. They said that. I did not see that. And feedback from our community. The Washington Redskins are announcing the team will undergo a thorough review of the team's name. This review formalizes the initial discussions the team has been having with the league in recent weeks. Baloney. Dan Snyder, owner of the Washington Redskins, stated this process allows the team to take into account not only the proud tradition and history of the franchise, but also input from our alumni, the organization, sponsors, the National Football League, and local community it is proud to represent on and off the field. Um, excuse me, Mr. S- Mr. Dan Snyder. Uh, you got taken away from Nike. You got taken away from FedEx. These sponsors are going away. The real reason why you are changing your name is because money talks. Yeah. All right. Well, this is what happened. Um, I know in history with the stadium, the stadium was going to uh, take away the sponsorship, but then he had to do something and he didn't do it until the money uh, went away. Yeah. And, and now the money's gone away yeah. and he's saying, oh, in light of recent events around our country, no, that's baloney. No, it's PR. It's PR. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah, no, this is long overdue. Like that's, I mean, <laughs> the Redskin name is just super offensive. To a Native American. Yeah, like, uh, let's just say what it is. Say what it is. Don't, like, Yeah. It, it's, it's been long overdue. We've been talking about the same conversation for at least five years. Yeah. All right. This has been brought up way before And t- it's this been year. going on a lot longer than that, and now yeah. you're saying it. Because money talks and BS walks. And right it now, be- that's what you're throwing at us. It won't be the first one either, or the last one, I mean. No, definitely not. Eric, you know what time it is. Uh, what? <laughs> My bubbles. I love, when, I love that intro. It's time for news from the bubble. Today's news <laughs> from the bubble brought to you by My Bubbles on Finding Nemo. <laughs> Uh, so news from the bubble there is a report out of espn jackie mcmullen uh stating that the nba is discussing a second bubble for non-playoff teams in chicago it's like um uh did you see the meme from spongebob no, you gotta show, you gotta explain the meme from SpongeBob. Uh, well, for avid SpongeBob fans, and you know you are, even if you're our age, because it came out when we were kids. Um, 
there's one where it's uh, the first bubble is like uh, the tough guy's place where SpongeBob's trying to get in the whole time. And then the second bubble is Weenie Hut Jr.'s where he actually goes. <laughs> it just cracked me up. So it's funnier if you see it. And Weenie Hut Jr.'s is going to be the Atlanta Hawks, the Charlotte Hornets, the Chicago Bulls, the Cleveland Cavaliers, the Detroit Pistons, the Golden State Warriors, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the New York Knicks. It's so fun. It's, it's so – not funny, but it's so interesting to watch how far Golden State has fallen. Yeah, uh, just in a year. And it yeah. just seeing like these names – I mean, the Bulls obviously have not been what they were in the 90s. The Pistons were not are not what they were in the 2000s. The Cavs um, aren't anything the, since LeBron left. And, and the, the historical New York Knicks Suck. still are terrible. So those are the eight teams apparently going into the second bubble. In our, we, we're going to label it Weenie Hut Jr. Bubble. In the Weenie Hut Jr. bubble <laughs> um, uh, in Chicago. And I, this is obviously just to make more money for the NBA. Obviously. They, they need their ratings. And obviously, let's, let's just go out there and, and get those ratings for them. Uh, so those are your eight teams in news from Weenie Hut Junior, uh, there's also. I didn't mute you, man. Apparently, Eric has been muted from the conversation, which means only I can talk. This is exactly what I've been planning to take over the uh, podcast for <laughs> for uh, months now. There you go. Welcome back. What well, I, I thank welcome- you. You're welcome. Um, so, more news from Winnie Hutt Jr. You know, actually, the actual bubble. Uh, the oh, that's court, not Winnie Hutt Jr. The, the courts are down. All right. I saw it the other day. Thanks to my brother Brian for sending that tweet along. Uh, the Sixers are going to be traveling without a former first round draft pick. So, Zaire Smith will not travel to Disney World uh, for the resumption of the NBA season. This was according to the team. He has a bone bruise in his left knee. Ouch. All right. And this is uh, this was I, – I don't know how this bone bruise happened all of a sudden. And we didn't hear about it until this week. Uh, but, Zaire, what were you doing, man? Yeah, I mean, geez. You had three months to recover. <laughs> three months to recover, and you're going to go in and get hurt right away. Thank you. Uh, this is why we need Jake Milton to step up among other people for the Sixers. However, However. As, as you were saying, Brett Brown has been a voice of reason for the Sixers. Yep. That's probably the most surprising, shocking news we've heard all week. He's been that, uh, that kind of rock that they need to get through this interesting time period for, for the NBA. Maybe like that carries over. Hopefully. Maybe this is a turning point for his, his coaching career. Maybe it is. Um, also, Ben Simmons feeling 100%. It's great. That'll last, that'll last two weeks. Don't do that. He's, he's the man. <laughs> he's the MVP this year. You know what Joe, um, Brett Brown said about Joel, right? Um, that he's been working out and is in great shape. He's in the best shape of his life, and he should make it through this whole thing. So I, I expect Joel to play every minute. Not every minute, but every game at least. Yeah, obviously not every minute. He should be playing every game. Uh, the NBA, that schedule did come out for the restart uh, last week. 
And this came out after we were off the podcast. All right. There are eight games for the Sixers. And those eight games are going to allow them to move up in ranking uh, depending on their record. Eric, they're moving up in the ranking. Yeah. Because these eight games, they should win six of them. You think? Yeah. So they have the Pacers, they have the Spurs, the Wizards, the Magic, the Trailblazers, the Suns, the Raptors, and the Rockets. Okay. All right. They should have some issue with the Pacers, and they've had issues with the Magic all year. I'm seeing six and two. So they'll move up. And I see them moving up in their ranking. Uh, so is this – is this kind of like the round robin in the NHL, but it's the they're they're trying to finish a season, kind of. They're trying to finish their season. The Sixers look like they're a few points behind the uh, the Heat. All right, so those games back behind the Heat, that's who they're looking to catch up with uh, at this point. Uh, they're also so they Sixers right now in the Eastern Conference. It's the Bucks. The Raptors are six and a half games behind them. The Celtics are nine and a half games behind the Bucks. The Heat are 12 games back, and the Pacers and the Sixers are 14 games back. All right. The Nets are 22 and a half. The Magic are 23. And the Wizards, thanks for playing, are 28 and a half games back. That's close. All right. So it's close between the Wizards and the Magic, but I see the Magic going into the, going into the playoffs uh, as the eighth team uh, no matter what. I think the Sixers can move up to that four spot. Right, uh, which is which will be helpful depending on what the Celtics do as well because the Celtics are number three and the Sixers are, I, I mean they could but it would be difficult to get up to number three. I'd say they're number four, getting ahead of the Heat. I feel like is that the same as last year? Weren't they four? Uh, I believe it was. I think they were four. You're gonna have me fact check this. Um, you don't have to. I'm going to have to just because we're on the podcast now and you're throwing it at me. They were number three last year. They were number uh, four. The Celtics were number four. All right. It was, I admit, you know, whatever. All right. So it might I be a little, little bit of a swap there. But, yeah. yeah, they were number three. Oh, good thing I fact-checked. Eric was wrong, of course. <laughs> I, was, I, I was close. You were close. I like to play a lot of hand grenades, so close is good for me. I, seriously? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you hear all the booms going out around uh, Delco, so I'm just, uh, that's me. They're playing. Oh, hand God, hand. you're going on things that <laughs> piss me off again. <laughs> that's been you the whole time? Yeah, I'm throwing hand grenades around. Behind Dangerous. my house at 9.15 at night? Yeah, you didn't know? My, my, my 19-month-old son's trying to sleep. Nah, he don't need to sleep. He needs to sleep. What are we talking about? Oh, right. So the NBA. So that'll be interesting to see if they move up to three. Um, same number same four. Thing. It'd be hard. Oh, I'm sorry, to, four. It's going to be hard to move to number three. I think they could definitely move to number four. Okay. So it'd be definitely interesting. I mean, they're they're not too far back, and six and two, I think, is going to get them there. That'd be well. There's no home games, but that would be home games. <laughs> that, yeah, that would be on their home court. Yeah. Which uh which looks pretty in Orlando right now. Ooh. Any other facts there, genius? No, I'm I'm just looking at information as we're trying to uh 
honestly, we are trying to figure out this JT Romuto situation. Last I week, thought the, we thought they were signing, but they're kind of pushing it off. Of course. Of course. So, even even though the players want him, the fans want him, it's time to overpay him. As I say, is he asking for too much? According to the Phillies, probably. I'm sure they're waiting for a CBA uh, agreement of some sort, and this uh, this whole COVID-19 thing did not help him whatsoever. It also doesn't help other people, but this this doesn't help him. Right. So I'm looking at more information here. Just looking at the Phillies all over the place here. Uh, Bryce Harper crushing baseballs. It's always fun to watch is Bryce Harper crushing baseballs. So do you see him? He needs to have a better season by far from the start, from Jump Street. Well, for when, for what he's getting paid, heck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he, he needs to definitely. Uh, he did not have the season of a man who's getting paid that much last year. No, he did not. But, Eric, uh, I have a question for you. Sure. Numbers are spiking. Wasn't in COVID. Yeah. Numbers yeah. are spiking. Uh, are you worried? Um, of course. I don't want people to get sick. Um, but we'll see what happens in the next few weeks because you're not going to see the, the death rate right now because it's not like people die right away. Well, I'm talking, uh, I'm talking about for sports. Oh, not for. I'm talking about you know humans. <laughs> I'm talking about what I need for my mental stability. Um, I'm less worried about the NHL because their hub cities are in Canada. Um, I'm really worried for the 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 NBA and the MLS because they're playing in Florida, and Florida is just Florida. <laughs> yeah, it's I a, am. Uh, I'm. A little worried, but at the same time, I, I think we need it back. No, I agree. I think we need sports back, too, for uh, sanity. But, I mean, you don't want these players to go down. I mean, they're all relatively healthy and, and in shape and everything, so their immune system should be good. But at the same time, you don't want to risk it if it's not the right time. Like, yeah, I'm definitely one who wants uh, who wants Ben Simmons to beat LeBron James in the NBA championship and, and not have LeBron James go down with COVID-19 during that time. Right. I, I, w- I want to be fair and square. However, at the same time, I still think that they have the best doctors in the world looking after these guys. No, I agree. It's going to be interesting to watch, though, because you're going to have these the- – the playoffs for the teams are going to be interesting because at any point the whole team could change, not from an injury, but from COVID. So you, you might have an eighth seed in the NBA playoffs make the finals because their team stayed healthy. Like you never know. Yeah. Uh, my biggest worry is them sneaking out, going to a nightclub. Uh, that's oh, yeah. And they're human. So my biggest fear. Um, and they have to be uh, well aware of what's going on ahead of it, ahead of time. They're and, human, so I can imagine. Yeah, that that temptation's always going to be there. Eric, I didn't put this on our uh, on our on our list today of things to talk about. But what are you watching? Anything new? Anything interesting? Uh, what am I watching? I watched uh, this show called The Order. 
Um, it's about witches, warlocks, and werewolves. It's actually more interesting than it sounds. Um, it's, on, it's on Netflix. Don't do that. <laughs> it's on Netflix. It's a good show. Um, I'm awake. I promise. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, but no, I don't really um, – I'm really watching much TV. Uh, just reruns of stuff when I'm working. Still on the background. So I also went into the world, the – Netflix realm, realm of TV shows. Yeah. Right? And I just finished one, which was pretty, pretty quick. Um, it was The Floor is Lava. Oh, uh, at the game show? Yeah, you got to watch it. Maybe. It's entertaining. And I, just, actually, I actually want to know how we can get on. How can no, that's, get on The Floor is Lava? How can that'd we be great. do this for ourselves? I would love that. And then we uh, can name our team, the Philly fans. I think you just have to submit an application. <laughs> Maybe. And you, the best part is you, if you win, but it's like groups of teams of three, you go up against three other teams at one point. Who's our third person? Uh, we'll figure them out. Okay. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Uh, Zach is working out a crap ton. Maybe he'll do it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the winners get $10,000. All right. Not a lot. We could split between the three of us, but hey, still something. And a lava lamp. All right. I, that's that's the best part. Eric is muted again. What are you doing over there? Seriously? Oh, man. If only Eric could talk into the microphone right now to answer if he's what, what he's doing. Um, so the participants in The Floor is Lava, they go and they obviously have to jump over different situations of lava yeah it's like it's like those tiktoks or our vines or that old stuff i think it was actually around when vine was still around people were doing that saying the floor is lava like grocery stores and jumping onto the racks they made it into a game show yeah it's hysterical especially when they fall into the lava here's here's my favorite episode so far all right i've seen them all but there's an episode where a team went by the name of the bostonians okay Okay. Now, when I mention to you a team name of the Bostonians, you're probably cringing already and really annoyed because they are legit the most annoying human beings on the planet Earth. They're yeah, basically this... three frat boys. Oh, right? boy. Uh, who step in like uh, Tom Brady. Of course, they bring up Tom Brady right away. So you didn't uh, say it right. Sorry, can you give you a Boston accent? Because I, I I'm not a good Boston accent. No. All right, I can't give a good Boston accent right now. I need to be with someone from Boston to do a Boston accent. Um, but they were really annoying with their Tom Brady love, uh, and their attack, and they attacked L.A. of all places, like attacked New York. Because right? Boston is a beautiful city. L.A. doesn't have fans to begin with, so if you're gonna attack fan base and you're gonna attack teams, why are you attacking L.A.? They don't have any fans. Right. All right. You attack New York of all teams. All right. So they're going like, oh, we're going to bring this home because Boston is the city of champions. Well, they're not wrong. All right. So we're going to bring home another championship to Boston. All right. Three of these guys. And we can't let Tom Brady down. He's not even in Boston <laughs> anymore. He said. We can't let Tom Brady down. He's in Tampa. <laughs> Was this before the signing? 
This is, I, I don't know when uh, The Floor is Lava has been recorded, but I'm going to spoil it for you. Okay, that's fine. They didn't bring it home for Tom Brady. All three of them fell in the lava. Like, it, right away? Not right away. It takes a little time. Uh, some, some are like the obstacles are easy. Uh, and he, the announcer tries to make it sound like they're tough, but they're easy. Um, some of them are a lot harder, especially when you try to get to the finish line. Uh, but when they fall, it, it's hysterical. I just I celebrated every time they fell into the lava. One fall, is, yes, that's right. Screw you sports. Tom Brady love. I need sports back. It's bad. Yeah. We're another day. Oh. We're another day closer to sports. I'll have to, I'll have to check it out. I'll check it out. It, it's entertaining, but like how dramatic it is when one person falls into the lava, and how they make they, it sound like they're dying. It makes it sound like they're dying. Ah! It's no, Eric. No. Do they do, the, do they do the slow motion too? Yes, they do. Oh, of course. Very entertaining. So, so it's kind of like wipeout, but with lava. Kind of like wipeout with lava. Yeah. It's very entertaining. These shows are good. They're, whatever they're doing, it's working. It brought me in. I miss, I miss sports. <laughs> can, can you come back? So, so what's your trivia? I know we're another day closer. So what's your trivia? But come on back. Well, are you going to ask me what the trivia is? Can you tell me? We need the proper entry, Eric. Oh, God. I was like, are you not hearing me? The proper entry. You're muted again. Eric was no, muted. No, I'm not. I was not. <laughs> All right, Eric. Welcome to trivia. Yeah. Today's trivia. Your topic is mascots. Oh God, it's not good. All right. Obviously, we love our mascots here in Philadelphia. We love the fanatic. We love gritty. We we love Swoop. Franklin. Franklin the dog. I think Swoop's okay. Actually, I don't really like Swoop. Not a big fan of Swoop. What about the Union Snakes? Uh oh man, I forget his name. Me too. Isn't he a dragon? Oh he's no, he's a snake. Oh that's right, the Drexel Dragons. So the Philadelphia Union mascot is um from he's Fang. Fang. Fang, that's it. Fang. That's his name. He's a snake. He's got arms and legs, but he's a snake. Looks <laughs> he's like, more, it's more like a salamander. <laughs> snake that looks like a dragon. All right, yeah. Eric. Prior to the Philly Fanatic in right. Philly's garment, yep. there were two mascots for the Phillies. Okay. Can you name them? You told me this before. And I think they're – weren't they historical people? They are colonial-inspired mascots. And ah, I a, knew it. It is a duo. God. Is it Ben Franklin and George Washington? It is no. not Ben Franklin and no. George Washington. Ah, crap. I knew you've told me this before. That's why I knew the time period. I don't know their names. You do not know the names of no. Phil and Phyllis. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember that now. I'm, Shoot. I'm so disappointed that you did not know about Phil and Phyllis. You've told me about that. I have told I uh, apparently don't care. <laughs> Those animatronic tra- twins. I mean, come on. <laughs> they weren't even people. They were animatronic. I, I think they were both. I think we had both because I did see them a couple years ago. They came back uh, uh, for a couple games. 
Um, so there are actually more questions about about our mascots, our beloved mascots. Oh, I get more than one? Okay, let's go. I do. How many of them all wrong? The 76ers yeah. had two mascots prior to Franklin the Duck. Yeah, they had a bunny rabbit. By the name of? Uh, Hop. It had something to do with Hopping. I think it was Hops or something. No, it wasn't. It was... Uh, Think about the time period. It was the 90s. 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Oh, my God. The bunny. I was just talking about this with Dana. The rabbit. The basketball yeah. dunking rabbit. I know. I... Of all, of all, like, animals. Hip-hop. No. It is, it is hip-hop. You are hip-hop, correct. Hip-hop, yes. Okay. All right. Can you name the large blue creature that was originally a name of a Sixers mascot? God, no. You can't remember the name of Big Shot? How would I know that? You, you can't remember Big Shot? No. Come on. All right. All right. One more. Okay. The Philadelphia Flyers. Right. Had two mascots. What? Yeah, you didn't know this? Uh, oh, man. No. I thought it was just Gritty. We had Gritty, and they had one more. What year? Oh, man. Uh, it's 70s. So I wasn't alive? No, of course not. Was it uh, Puck? Not, not no. A- it has, did they have something to do with the Flyers? Kind of. This was 1976. Oh, my God. Short-lived skating career. I'm going to ask my dad this after. Uh, I have no idea. Debuted in 1976. Very short-lived. How long? He was orange? Yeah. What was he? His name? Yeah. Was Slapshot. Oh, my God. Do you have a picture of him? I, I do. I do. Do you have it on your phone so you can show me, or is it on your computer? No, it's on my computer. Oh, you can share your screen. I can share my screen. Do I want to? We are on Zoom, ladies and gentlemen. That's how we do these things. Social distancing. Yeah, until Eric. What uh, is that thing? You see him? Slots yeah. So, that so, is terrifying. Kind of. And That's where they got Gritty from, though. It's definitely where they adapted Gritty from. Yeah, absolutely. So they adapted Gritty a little bit from this slap shot. Maybe set him off to an area in, in Philadelphia. Yeah. Uh, and, and brought him back in the rubble of Wells Fargo Center. Yeah, no. Um, I've definitely seen that picture before. The oh, cartoon one. Of the slappy shot? Of slap shot, yeah. Slap uh, That's insane. Yeah. You know what mascot I miss? The original Phantoms mascot. Oh, my goodness. What was his name? Because I, I remember him as well. I thought he was just the Phantom. I think he was just the Phantom. But the new one's like a dragon, which makes no sense. No, no. I, I believe the first mascot was the name of Flex. Flex the Phantom? Flex the Phantom. Yeah, he was sweet. Yes, it was Flex. He, had the, he was like a superhero. Phantom. Phantom. Yeah, it was cool. Why did they change that? I guess they had to. Great. Down and now they, have this, now they have this ugly bear looking thing. Oh, is it a bear? I don't think it's a bear. I'm just gonna act like it's it. a weird. It's a weird. It thing. looks like a woodchuck meets a bear. Yeah, it's weird. 
Do the wings have a fan? The wings have a mascot. His name, his name is Melvin. The Melvin. Puck-nosed pladoodle. A fun species that was common in the Lehigh Valley long ago. You know, what happened to Flex? <laughs> like, bring him back. Yeah, bring him back. Have Go him ahead. beat up this guy. <laughs> um, there can only be one. <laughs> the, the Wings did have a mascot. Do you know his name? No. Wingston. Wingston. Wait, that doesn't sound familiar. Wingston. They also have those two fans that are like mascots. That yeah, sit I'm, on both sides. One looks like Morpheus. The other one looks like a trash man. I've been to one Wings game. In yeah. Rome. They go W-I-N-G-S Wings. And they say it on the other side. And then they go back to the other side. Sure. Okay. Sure. One game. I, I was probably like 15. Do you know the team? I got a trivia question for you. Do you know you, the Kevin. Muffin Man? No. I got, I got a question for you, Kevin. Is this uh, soccer or lacrosse related? That's lacrosse related. I'm done. <laughs> there was a short-lived outdoor lacrosse team in Philadelphia. They won two championships. Don't look it up. I see you on your phone. Don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> they won two championships and then were disbanded. Do you know that team? That would be the Barrage. They are returning. The Barrage? The Barrage. The Barrage. The Barrage. That's how I know you looked it up. <laughs> They are returning. They folded in 2008. Yeah. Big news. On February 17th, 2020, they said they were returning. Yeah, okay. After being away for more than a decade. They were the best Philly team for a while besides the Soul. Why do our smaller league teams win championships, but our major teams can't? I don't know, but the the Philadelphia Soul's legit. And the Soulmates. Do you remember – my favorite indoor sports team for a while. The Kicks. The, the kicks. kicks. Yes. I loved watching that. I got to play on that stadium. Or at the Wells Fargo. Well, it was Wachovia Center at that point. Actually, it might have been the first Union Center. Uh, it may have been. That was fun. I, I believe there was also a hockey team that was roller skating in Philadelphia as well. What? Yeah. I, I can't think of the name. Hmm. You're, trip, you're setting me down a rabbit hole of uh, this. This segment is called "Trip Down Memory Lane." You're really setting me down a rabbit hole right now. There, there were a few Philadelphia hockey teams at one point, and now you're having me going down a rabbit hole of hockey teams. Philadelphia Bulldogs. That's fun. Uh, yep, the Philadelphia Bulldogs. And they actually, ready? 1994. That's how I remember them. Because they I played one year? This is the reason I remember them. They, played in nine, they were founded in 94, and they disbanded, and they folded in 1996. They did played they at play the, they played at the Spectrum. They played at the Spectrum. They did not play in the Lights. The Bulldogs, ready? Oh, my goodness. Were owned... By NHL player agent Ron Salker, whatever your name is, and actor Tony Danza. That's right. <laughs> the garbage-picking, field-goal-kicking Philadelphia phenomenon was an owner of the Philadelphia Bulldogs. Oh, my God. And are you ready for this? 
the team's head coach and general manager was none other than Dave the Hammer Schultz. Get out. Get out of here. This, this that's, is, got it. that's a joke. This is amazing. <laughs> amazing. Um, and then 1994 draft, the Bulldogs selected Dave Brown of the Philadelphia Flyers. Yes. Along with Mitch Lamoureux and Tim Tukey, who were both – who would both go on to NHL careers. And this was roller hockey. This is amazing. This was roller hockey. That's the awesome. Bulldogs. I'm going to get a shirt made. What's the logo? Show me the logo. Oh, the logo is sweet. Hold on. I'll send it to you. The, the logo is uh, top-notch. Top-notch logo. Yes. And I believe my father actually took me to a Philadelphia Bulldogs game. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. And I am not surprised whatsoever. Yeah, this is interesting. I, I fell into a rabbit hole thanks to Eric James. <laughs> and That's they had awesome. a they had a Philadelphia had a rugby team known as the they, Philadelphia Bulldogs. Yeah, you know who the Philadelphia fight? You know who played for the Philadelphia fight? Um, I'm sure I'll find out on Wikipedia. No. Um, who played for have, the Philadelphia? They have fight? old squads. Was it was it Mike James? No. It was Mike Gentile. Oh, wow. Dana's nice. brother. Nice. That's exciting. That's fun facts. I have a Philadelphia Fight shirt. These are the things that I never knew. Actually, we traveled to Boston. The only time I was in Boston to see him play. And that was actually, that's when I found out Boston is actually a really nice city. Uh, yeah, very beautiful. I've never been there. I've wanted to go there. We have to go there as a as a group. I think that's the next guy's day out. Next next guy's trip. So, oh, to be coming soon. To be coming. Breaking news. <laughs> I think the <laughs> Philly fans may have merchandise coming out soon. This this is breaking news that I am not aware <laughs> of. We we already do have merchandise. Um, oh, do we? Yeah. Uh, I have not been on the merchandise page in about 12 years, but it does exist. It's, that's why I said it. it's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, I believe if you go, if you Google the Philly fans, that's P-H-A-N-S, and then you go Spreadshirt, I believe is the link. Spreadshirt. Yeah. We're going to have it. Is, it is still around. And this is how unique it is. So I'm going to share my screen again. I'm excited. Whoa. Uh, sorry. That's not mine. That's someone else's. The Philly fans. There, there was an I, – I can't find – it might not be there anymore. All right. Apparel by Philly fans. For Philly fans. That, that wasn't me. Uh, there was one on there when there, there was a young, like, baby, toddler, younger than my son right now, who was seen drinking in – beverage yeah of an adult type uh at phil at the citizens bank park so i actually made a t-shirt with the logo of that baby drinking the beverage all right and it was the mlb logo behind it so instead of the batter it was the baby drinking and it said philly fans do it younger or something like that 
Wow, we're not going with that shirt. No, we're you don't want have that a one? different shirt. No. And it's going to be better. We're going to have a shirt. We are. We're going to come out with a shirt, and then we're going to have logos on coffee mugs. So that's, that's, bre- that's breaking news from Eric that I did not know of. So apparently he's been uh, really getting into this. Yeah. Very interesting. This is something you, you learn something new every day. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, I'm, like a, I'm like a duck, Kev. You got to let you fly? No, I'm smooth and, and cool on the surface, but underneath the water, my legs are paddling like crazy. Oh, I, I thought I thought you were like a peacock. Just got to let him fly. Just got to let him fly, ladies and gentlemen. No. Man, I, I, I still would like to find this because I remember having a site and I remember seeing it not too long ago. Very- yeah, we're going to have some. We're gonna get, this is going to get so popular, Kev, that we're going to get a Delco advertiser. So, other than on a couch in Delco? <laughs> no, like a, like a, I don't know, some contracting place. You know what we should get? We should get um, Scrub Daddy. I have, I have no idea what you're talking about. Scrub Daddy is a great sponge. You ever use Scrub Daddy sponge? Is there a Bed Bath Beyond? This is this is getting intriguing. We're we're we're, we're out on the conversation of Philadelphia <laughs> at this point, and you're sorry. talking about uh, Scrub Daddy. Yeah, sorry, apologies. <laughs> well, you know we're we're winding down, so I just wanted to bring up Scrub Daddy. Not not a sponsor, by the way. Not a sponsor, but a great yeah. sponge. Not a sponsor. Maybe we should go into that too. Maybe soon we'll be going into sponsorships. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, we have the great presenters of Anchor who uh, we run the podcast from. So yes. maybe we'll start it there. We uh, might get a mid-show commercial Hey, Anchor. And, and if you're interested in being a sponsor, just follow us at the Philly Fans. That's P-H-A-N-S on and we will And we will mention you on the show. And, and brag. Uh, yeah, we, we will brag. And you can also follow us on Facebook if you don't have a Twitter machine. Uh, and that's at the Philly Fans Podcast. Good to see those. Uh, good to drop the social media while we can. Yeah, you know what I mean. Are we on the gram? We're not on the. Gram. We're not on the gram. Do you, Do you want to make a gram? Might have to make a gram. It would just be pictures of me. <laughs> I am wearing my Oscar Strong T-shirt right now. I do. Yeah, I do. I do see that. <laughs> well, Eric, since we are winding down, I guess we're gonna have to. Yes. I guess we're gonna have to. Yes. So make sure. That you follow us on Twitter, Facebook, at the Philly Fans. That's P H A N S. Give us a like, comment, five stars. All right, because obviously we are your favorite podcast if you're still listening. But this is Kevin and Eric, and we're logging off with one day closer to sports. Union Woo! talk next week, baby. Yeah, absolutely.